0: Championship day on Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. We will hear from the two Lucas Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament champions. Gordon Fothergill of Grand Rapids and Jason Hermanston of Bagley, the walleye champions. And Josh Leesberg and Aaron Bombersbach, who won the Bass Championship. Plus, it's Lake of the Week Day. It's all coming up. (music) Welcome to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Sponsored by Visit Bemidji. Well, we're checking in with the walleye champs from the uh, second annual Lucas Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament. Gordon Fothergill of Grand Rapids and Jason Hermiston of Bagley. Gentlemen, congratulations and welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks, Kev, Glad to be here. So let's talk a little bit about this uh, fishing tournament. Uh, you guys won it. Um, what was your total bag?
1: The total ended up being, I believe, 50, 558 nine pounds i believe what well, was we're credited for that with the length of fish we had yep
0: that's pretty solid <laughs> that's actually very solid so you were you found the big fish i mean we you found the biggest fish of the tournament and obviously you found a lot of big fish
2: well we we did not catch many fish uh, but yes we did find big fish um to be honest with you we expected to do well in this event and have a decent stringer but uh As you can imagine, this is above and beyond what our expectations were, for sure.
0: All right. The question everybody wants to know, uh, and I'm going to ask it, you going to tell us where you caught those fish?
2: Jason and I have talked about this, and um, I don't think it's uh, between us. You know, it was a team effort, and we're not uh, ready to disclose the lake. You know, it's it's obviously a public lake, and, you know, there's – we had a handful of lakes that we were going to target, and this just happened to be the one we stopped at first. We, uh, we spent probably an hour or a little more um, looking for, you know, what we wanted to see for the day, you know, the right fish. Um, found a, a couple schools of fish, and we started working them and, you know, uh, fishing through them, and it didn't take long, and we had our first good one, and, um, you know, judging by what I was seeing and how things were shaping up, you know, I was seeing lots of bait fish and uh, a lot of, lot of activity in a, in a, um, what I'm going to call a relatively small region of the lake. So then we knew, you know, we already had one big one. We knew we wanted to kind of stick in that area. And with this format, we had plenty of time. You know, we didn't feel like we were in a rush. So we kept working these fish. And, um, you know, at the end of the tournament, you know, it all worked out. But uh, like I said, we weren't catching many, but we knew we were in the right, um, we had the right setup, so to
0: say. Yeah, I mean, you know, when you're in a tournament, obviously you don't need a ton of fish. You just need the right fish, and you guys got the right fish. So I, you know, by the way, you can't blame me for trying. I, you know, it's I had to ask. Nope, <laughs> yep. I knew the questions coming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you did. Um, so, which one of you brought in the 31 incher, Gordon? I did. Tell us a little bit about that battle.
2: I was fighting the fish on uh, pretty light tackle, and I had thin thin wire hook on it. Um, so I gotta be honest, I babied the fish. But with that being said, it, it put on a heck of a battle, and especially you know the position it came. Um, it was one of our, um, I think it was our fourth one on our card, um, and we knew. Jason can confirm this. I so guess we knew it was going to put us close or over, you know, the team that ended up in second and that were. You know, we felt they were unreachable for a while. But, yeah, it was very stressful. All the fish were stressful. And, you know, it was like I said, when we got a bite, it was a big fish. And right away I knew it was a big fish. But uh, it put up an epic battle, and it it felt like so much more of an epic battle just because of the uh, situation, you know, being in a tournament and, you know, us climbing closer and closer to the lead. Um, But, yeah, it was... (laughs) <laughs> stressful. And then when it finally got up, you know, it was got up to the surface. Uh, you know, getting in the net is always stressful. and But uh, there were some big high fives and fist bumps when it hit the bottom of the boat.
0: <laughs> yeah, I bet there were. Well, Gordon and Jason, I mean, obviously you guys have, have fished tournaments before. And uh, you're always looking for big fish. But it just seems if there's a lake, if the lake, whatever lake it is, has big fish, big fish tend to hang out with big fish so you f- you find one you're probably going to find more than one
1: but i would say that's true and thankfully we that was our hope and, and plan in the the lakes that we had chose that we um were just hoping that we could get you know get the fish and find the fish we wanted and but we knew the lakes the several lakes that we chose had the class of fish that we were looking for to be able to compete and like Gordon said um uh, definitely exceeded our expectation. With that said, we did catch, I think, seven big fish the whole tournament, five of which were extraordinary, really. So, yeah, it worked out wonderful.
0: Um, okay, you won't tell us where they were, but will you tell us what you were using?
2: We used a, a variety of things, um, basically, standard stuff. We caught, uh, Jason was working a basically a drop shot set up with leech. Um, we also fished uh, some red tails um we fished jigs and leeches um we fished also uh, some slip bobbering we did uh, a lot of jig wrap fishing gosh and like like i said we we're always always throwing something different at them um like i said we didn't fish we fished a region of the lake that was holding these fish and there was lots of bait and we just you know you the fish were let's just say well fed um but we knew that if we just kept putting you know, the baits in front of these fish and kept fishing, or we felt, I should say, we felt that these fish would, you know, we'd get the bites we needed. Um, after the first day, we only had two fish on the card. We did lose two dandies that day. Um, those just happened to be on jig wraps at the boat. Um, big fish right at the boat side. Um, you know, we thought that was the uh, the end of our derby because, you know, you just can't lose those and still compete. But lo and behold, the next day, a little bit of wind, Actually helped us, and we actually got a few more bites the next day. But uh, we threw everything at them—everything from reaction baits to soaking baits in front of their nose, to you know, drop shot leeches in front of them. To you know, we just kept kept at it. The main thing was being in front of fish and fishing intensely. I mean, Jason and I were joking about it. We spent uh, just shy of thirty hours in intense fish mode—not you know, <laughs> relaxing, but. Watching uh, electronics or watching, you know, watching your line as you're fishing, and just it was a nonstop, intense, long marathon of fishing.
0: Well, I was going to ask how how much of the uh, the window you used. You used a good chunk of it—30 hours. That's uh, that's a lot of fishing, Jason.
1: Yeah, I it, it was like 27, but you know, with scouting and all that, yeah. stuff, like Gordon said, we did a fair amount of looking and searching, but the actual fishing. You know, um, we didn't fish in the dark um, at all, um, thankfully, because we we're both pretty spent with the time that we did have on the water. But it was it was a lot of fun. It's always fun being with Gordy's kind of been a well, not kind of. He's been a fishing mentor to me since we we're our college days, and so it was a tremendous opportunity for me just to hang out with a great friend and always learn something from him. And um, yeah, it was just a really. Uh, wonderful um, opportunity, and um, we we're very blessed for sure.
0: Gordon, you you guys have fished a lot of tournaments over the years, and and these apps have come around the last uh, couple of years, and certainly last year they they had to be there. Uh, this year we we maintained this format for this tournament. How do you feel about this kind of tournament with the apps and with the extended fishing time, and in fact the extended lakes to choose from? Do you like that, or do you prefer that uh, that four hour or that eight hour intense show, uh, tournament?
2: I guess I don't really have except I just whatever's thrown in front of me, I make a plan and go with it um there's pros and cons to each each format um, One thing I do see is that uh, this format allows uh, you know a walleye tournament in the in the summer whereas a catch you know and bring them in type tournament there's just so much mortality that it's not even possible and you know it's frowned upon or restricted by the d n r so it does allow us to have walleye do you know give or slash tournaments um. But, there, you know, there are pros and cons. Um, You know, we were very stressed with the photos as far as, um, you know, taking a picture of a fish that big, trying to get the nose and the tail in the picture and still have a good view of the length. was stressful. We were always, you know, making sure that we had good photos. Um, And then we had, um, with our phone anyway, we had on and off kind of service. So, you know, we're always hoping that our... um, when Jason would send the picture in or the fish in, you know, waiting for it to say okay, good catch, or you know, it, there's, there's just different stresses for each one. I'm, I'm not hard and steadfast for either format. I like them both. Um, I think there's a place for both, and I think moving forward, you know, the fishing industry will, in the communities, will adjust to uh, potentially still provide opportunities for both.
0: Okay. Well, Jason. Uh, obviously, when you win a tournament, you, you get cash a check for three thousand um, dollars. You tend to think favorably upon that tournament. But I, I just, I, I guess, I like the opportunity of people being able to, whether they want to be intense like you guys were, whether they just want to do some fishing with their kids at uh, different times. It just gives a lot of people a lot of opportunities to take part in a tournament, raise some money for the United Way, and kind of do it their way.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, at the end of the day, it's all about having fun. And like I said, that was, um, we had a game plan, but ultimately the game plan was to go and have fun and enjoy doing what we're both passionate about. And that's fishing or one of the things we're passionate about and spending time together. And, and, uh, yeah, it worked out, worked out well. So, um, that's what it's all about is just doing what we love to do.
2: You're right, Kev. You hit the nail on the head there. When Jason and I decided to do this, our first and foremost thought was, Let's go have fun and help raise money for a good
1: cause, and whatever happens is uh, just icing on the cake so
0: absolutely, absolutely. with the price of two hundred dollars, um, you know the, the serious anglers who do a lot of tournament fishing, they're willing to spend more than that, but for a, a father and son, that's probably a good price for them a price point for them too. so I think there's a there's a lot of pluses for this tournament. They tell me they're going to do it again next year, so I think that's pretty good news.
1: yeah, for sure.
0: Well, Gordon Fothergill and Jason Hermiston, they are the champions of the uh, Lucas Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament. They won the walleye division, took home the $3,000 first prize, also took home the $500 Chesterberg Toyota uh, Big Fish, a 31-inch walleye. Guys, congratulations. Thanks for taking time today, and enjoy the rest of your fishing year.
1: Thank you very much, Kevin.
2: Yep, thanks Kevin. I want to thank all the people that helped put this on and all the businesses that sponsored it and and you know the three counties and all the communities involved. So thank you very much.
0: Later on we'll check in with one half of the Bass Champions. But up next, it's Lake of the Weekday. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Hi, this is Dick Beardsley with Dick Beardsley Fishing Guide Service. Are you looking to plan a fishing trip? Look no further as Bemidji, Minnesota is your year-round destination for walleyes, pike, muskie, bass, perch, crappie, panfish, and more. With over 400 fishing lakes within a 25-mile radius of Bemidji, come take a cast of becoming a fishing legend. While you're on your fishing adventure, come take a picture with the historic Paul Bunyan and Babe the Blue Ox. Discover the first city on the Mississippi, Bemidji, one step further. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country.
3: Lake of the Week Day. Lake of the Week Lake of the Week Holy cow. It's Fish and Paul Bunyan Country's Lake of the Week.
0: We are checking in with Doug Schultz out of the Walker Area Fisheries Office. Doug, when we talked earlier, we talked about Ada Lake. And uh, today's Lake of the Week is kind of in that same neck of the woods. It's Hay Lake. So, tell us a little bit about hay.
3: Yeah, just a hop, skip, and a jump uh, a little bit further east of, of Aveda. Uh, hay Lake is about 12 miles east of Bacchus, uh, 363 acres in size, and 5 miles of shoreline. So, uh, you know, has some unique points and embayments and a uh, maximum depth of about 56 feet. And in the summer, water clarity is usually right around 10 feet.
0: Okay. What kind of fish like to live in Hay
3: Lake? Well, uh, similar to Ada, Hay is, is also best known for panfish and bass. And we last surveyed Hay Lake in 2019. Um, once again, we don't sample crappies very very effectively with our standard summer gear. Uh, you know, they're best to target in the spring, and spring, as you know, is a pretty busy time of year for us. Uh, we did see fish up to 10 inches, uh, crappies sampled up to 10 inches in 2019 in Hay Lake. And, you know, that 10 to 12 range is pretty common out there. Um, bluegill are also are Actually in the lower range of abundance At Hay Lake uh, Usually less than 15 fish per trap net But it's got very good size quality uh, With several fish uh, Over 8 inches being sampled And that's pretty consistent out there
0: Okay Looks like you, there's a little bass in there too
3: Yep, very good largemouth bass lake uh, There we've been able to get Electrofishing uh, electro a couple of times and, and that generally averages Right around 20 fish per hour so a pretty decent bass population, and, and fish up to 18 inches are, are present there.
0: Um, I see some pike running around there. Not quite as many as there were in Ada, but still a, a good looks like a good population of northerns.
3: Yeah, and pike are actually, you know, I wish I had more lakes like this. where They're in that 6 to 8 range, uh, fish per net range typically. So that's where we like to have them in a lot of cases. Um, pike tend to be on the smaller side, uh, despite that, that more moderate abundance level. Uh, most of the fish sampled in 2019 were below 20 inches, but uh, we did see, you know, we typically see a few over 26 into the low 30s. Um, folks are reminded, this is in the north-central pike zone, so uh, total possession limit is 10 fish, no more than two fish can be over 26 inches, and anything from 22.0 to 26.0 inches need to go back.
0: How long have we been in this, uh, this uh, new northern regulation?
3: Two... 2018 or nineteen I believe was when we implemented it, it, it it's's it's been, it's been a blur yeah. especially uh, you know with the covid stuff going on here as I'm sure it has for everybody
0: have have you seen any inkling of any positive changes based on it yet or are we still we still need to wait a couple of years
3: uh, in a lot of cases our survey schedule hasn't caught up with it yet and you know I, I I would not expect to see anything meaningful for at least ten years okay. And the reason for that is that's ten years. That's going to be about one generation of fish. So you you think about you know how long it takes to get these things to grow uh, and reach maturity, and then eventually exit the system, and, and their you know progeny replace themselves. That that's about one full generation is about ten years. So it, it takes time in order in order to see some of this stuff turn around and have an effect.
0: All right. Let's talk a little bit about walleyes. We always like to know what the walleye th- situation is on a Minnesota lake. It looks like it's a lot like Ada in that regard, too. Not a whole lot of them.
3: Yeah, I mean, they're present. And, you know, for a while it had pretty decent natural reproduction that was uh, sustained itself. There's been a little bit of stocking uh, over over time. Um, the Lake Association actually stocked fingerlings out there in, in 2009 under private permit. Uh, from us and when we surveyed that lake a few years later those fingerlings had persisted a lot better than i expected Uh, so as a result we've been doing some lower density fingerling stockings out there since 2017 and you know there wasn't enough time yet at at the time of this last survey in 2019 to evaluate that but that's on our evaluation list here when that lake is next surveyed in 2024.
0: So when we talk about ADA, one of the biggest issues with the walleye there, there was no perch for them to eat because basically whatever was in there, the northerns were eating. Um, what what about uh, for food for walleyes in this lake?
3: Uh, very much the same. Okay. Um, you know, no perch were sampled in 2019 and, and in fact, uh, have been absent from about half of the surveys and survey history. Um, you know, that, that one stocking managed to hit pretty good, so... Um, You know, we'll we'll give it a try. Obviously, uh, you know, if we can find ways to be successful uh, with it, we'll do it. Um, I'm not sure how how well it's going to pan out because this is really, by design, a a better bass pan fish lake. And, you know, Ada very much is that way, too. So um, we'll, we'll let it run its course here and take a good hard look at it in 2024. And then, you know, if we need to make a change, we'll do it then.
0: Seems like a lake that if you want to bring kids and give them action, it's a good one. you got the crappies, you got bluegills, you got northerns, you got bass, all fish that, that are pretty aggressive and like to bite.
3: Yeah, and then, you know, a lot of those lakes east of Bacchus really fall into that category of, you know, they're really generally be- really good bass, bluegill, uh, crappie-type lakes, you know, pretty much all of them have pike in them. And, yeah, they're just great, great family fishing lakes in general.
0: Do we get a lot of pressure on that lake?
3: We have not done any creel surveys on that one. Um, I know it gets pretty busy in the spring for crappies, and I think, uh, you know, once the water temps start warming up, it probably slows down a little bit.
0: Okay. Um, what about um, development on that lake? Uh,
3: most of the shoreline is actually uh, in private ownership, uh, despite some pretty good-sized tracts of, of state and county land around it. But the shoreline itself, for the most part, is private. Um, not heavily developed, though. Uh, there's a couple of, of landowners that have, uh, you know, one in particular has most of the eastern shoreline, and uh, there's another one on the south shore that has quite a bit. So the development actually isn't isn't terribly high yet.
0: Okay, so kind of getting out of the way a little bit.
3: Yeah, it's in that. I'd, I'd put it in that lower end of the moderate range. You know, it's it's not the the undeveloped lakes that we kind of get the Chippewa National Forest, but uh, It's not a heavily developed lake either.
0: And a pretty good ramp, it looks like, a nice concrete ramp.
3: Yep, yep. And the best way to get there is uh, go east of Bacchus on State Highway 87 for 8 miles and continue straight on the County Highway 49 uh, for 2 more miles and turn left on the Hay Lake Drive. And you go about a mile and a half, and the axis will be on your right. And if you you hit the dead end of the road, you went a little bit too far.
0: (laughs) Okay. It is Hay Lake. It's our Lake of the Week down in the Bacchus area. Doug Schultz from the Walker Area Fisheries Office with all the details on it. Doug, as always, thanks for stopping by and giving us the details.
3: Yeah, thanks for having me, Kev.
0: This is Fish in Paul Bunyan Country. We are talking with half the bass champions of the Lucasville Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament. Uh, second year of the tournament, Josh Leesberg joining me. He and Aaron Bombersbach won the bass uh, title. Congratulations, Josh. Thank you, sir. Thanks for reading today, by the way. Absolutely. So, um, did you fish the tournament last
4: year? I did not. No. uh had previous obligations, uh tournament on leech. and uh, Leech is in a different county, so I couldn't do them both at the same time. <laughs>
0: Well, Josh, uh, we've had a lot of app tournaments the last couple of years. People Correct. are getting used to it. Not that many that go multiple days and throw that many lakes and it's kind of a unique wrinkle. What did you think of that?
4: Um, honestly, this is the uh, first one I've ever done and, uh, a little skeptical on it. I don't know why, but, uh, when you're so used to doing weight, weight derbies, uh, you know, you just don't really think about it much. And, uh, yeah, I, the format's good. I, uh, everything went smooth i think i had one questionable pitcher because i held the fish in the wrong hand but uh everything must have passed and went well so <laughs> yeah you won it all and uh what, what, what was your weight uh we had uh 22 right around 40 something right around there i know we uh barely edged out tyler and his dad and they're great people too so it's uh is what it is. Three thousand dollars
0: for you and Aaron. Uh, Two hundred dollar fee. So pretty good return on investment. Can't
4: beat it, man. Can't beat it.
0: Um, you you had the opportunity to fish uh, a lot of different lakes, obviously, um, and uh, in a lot of different counties. Uh, now that it's over, now that you won, are you willing to share where you were fishing?
4: Uh, we were honestly a lot of the guys that are fish a bass side probably knew where I was. Okay, I would say at least the top five or six or seven. Knew where I was. I ran into a couple of them, okay. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I stuck it out there for two days. Uh, you know, me and the partner, and just just stuck it out. I mean, it was uh, the bite wasn't great by any means, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, you catch twenty five fish in two days, and I only had one on my scale that weighed under three pounds ten ounces. So it uh, it's fun. Oh know? yeah, that's that's a good size. Yeah, when you can uh, go fish a you know a tournament, and you know, I mean, catch. On, on one of your favorite lakes it is what it is you know absolutely yeah you know i tried that with the
0: walleye guys they didn't tell me either yeah the walleye guys <laughs> that, that's a different breed of guys right there <laughs> well there's there's plenty of bass and plenty of lakes around here that's the one thing about bass you can go pretty much anywhere from a little pond in the middle of the woods uh, it's about 10 acres to you know huge lakes and there's bass in them
4: yeah, every lake i yeah. mean it, and and you know it's uh like you said multiple times bass fishing is getting big um Fifteen years ago, I could go to a small little lake that has big ones in it, and you will not see anybody, and now you've got a chance of running into somebody. So it's, uh, you know, and it, that doesn't hurt my feelings. More people, the better. You know, it's, it's a fun sport.
0: Well, I think the, the other thing that's nice about uh, bass fishing is it is, by and large, particularly in this area where we've got plenty of other good fish to eat, it's a catch-and-release sport. Right. The population stays strong.
4: Right, right. You know, it's uh, I, I, this summer's a little weird. Just, uh, I think because of the heat and the, the water levels on the lakes, but, uh, you know, every, every other year it's, uh, lights out, you know, it's, it's, it's fun. You can go to your favorite lake and fun fish and have a blast, you know. So what were you throwing at them that they liked? Um. You know, between Friday and Saturday was night and day difference between what they wanted. Uh, Friday was flat calm, about 200 degrees, like every other day this summer. <laughs> and uh, everything was out on the weed edge. Uh, we were uh, running uh, jungle jigs, actually, the Northland jungle jigs, and uh, out off the weed edge in 8 to 12 feet of water. And it's a majority of the fish we caught on that, caught a couple on frogs. And then uh, day two, everything was. Up in really skinny water, wanting to eat a frog. So, uh, you know, it's uh, just had to adjust a little bit, not a lot of bit. So, frogs, it, people love frogs. Oh, and they were they were absolutely eating them. Like, you couldn't even see it in their mouth when when they when you're pulling them back to the boat. They were inhaling them. Wow, inhaling them. Only had literally only had one bass miss a frog on Saturday, and it was. It was a big one. It's it's. Uh, I didn't I didn't catch a fish that weighed over five pounds in two days out there. And usually, you'll catch two or three of them out there. And uh, I, the one that missed it might have been might have been the one. But you went same spot both days. Yep. Yep. Mil- milked it. So.
0: Um. And there's
4: 39 hour
0: window in this tournament. Yeah. How many hours did you fish?
4: Um. I personally fished uh the seven AM till about nine thirty Friday and uh five AM to nine thirty Saturday. You guys put it in. Yeah, and uh it uh those are long days. I uh I d I don't use a seat in the boat so I stand up and, and I'm casting or pitching the whole day and uh by, by Saturday at about six o'clock my back started feeling it a little <laughs> bit and that's just age catching up though, I think. You know yeah. it's
0: well Tell how you maintain your boyish figure. Right, right, right. right.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so how long have you
0: and Aaron uh, been fishing together?
4: Oh, uh, this is our, I think I fished my f- first tournament with them two years ago. We just did like one or two, and then last year we fished uh, a few more tournaments, and then this summer we're, it's, it's nuts this summer. Like, yeah,
0: you said you're doing a bunch of uh, circuits. Tell yeah, us a little bit about that. Doing
4: the, doing the amateur bass series, uh, that's all over the state. We've been on green, minnewaska, vermilion, uh, woman, just had woman uh, a couple weekends ago, and. Got a couple on the home lake on Leach coming up and then uh doing the EDAC series, as many of them as we can, and that's more the Detroit Lakes to uh over in that area. Okay. And then uh doing a few of the M T threes that are pretty much local around here, Leech and Cash Chain and whatnot. So So you're busy. Yeah, it's uh <laughs> it's it's a busy schedule.
0: Uh, and you had been mentioned before we went on the air, you, you finally found a window of opportunity
4: to be able to do that this right, year. Right, right, right. Yeah, I didn't have anything uh, planned out for uh, this last weekend. And uh, I think we decided uh, Thursday that we were going to do it yeah. and signed up and put the head down and went after him.
0: Yeah, wow. Well, obviously uh, a great weekend for you guys. Um, so... Where are you from originally?
4: Uh Park Rapids originally.
0: Okay, so yep. you've been fishing bass a long time
4: yep. man. Yep, yeah. I grew up fishing the Park Rapids Bass League in my mid twenties against uh you know, Durham was fishing it back then and all all those guys down there, you know, and yeah, it's Park Rapids is a little more bassy area, I think, than uh Bemidji, you know. They they yeah. got uh two club leagues down there and they put about thirty boats on the water every week down there and up here i know northwoods has a, a nightly league i did it the one year up here and uh you know that's also fun but it's tough to beat a lot of these local local guys that grew up here i know that <laughs> you know park
0: rapids walker bemidji i mean just really any town in lakes country in minnesota right it's just loaded with really really good fishermen
4: right i i i agree you know i uh i grew up uh fishing a lot of tournaments against uh travis peterson and 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 craig and you know i did the the High falls bass championship the first three years they had it and just got discouraged because i was just getting my tail kicked in and uh you know you just everything's experience you know it, it really is it's uh, you just you keep fishing you learn something new every day you know well what, what did you do uh, or what do you do when you're not fishing uh i have a lawn care service in town here in uh, snow removal so. oh okay I'm uh, outside quite a bit when i'm not in the boat i'm on a lawnmower and this this summer's been a little strange, but uh gave I'm me sure. a little more time to fish i guess so yeah. and who knows if we're going to see any snow this winter the way the the, the precipitation's been it's it's, unbelievable. It's, <laughs> it's it's
0: it has been what are you, what are you noticing though uh when you're out there uh, how, uh, as far as the drought what's it doing to the lakes
4: um This year, I've I've been a put a broomstick in my hand and I'll go in a foot of water and chase large mouse all day every day. And this year, it just doesn't seem like they're there. To me, it seems like they're out on that deeper weed edge, and you know the water temperature's been seventy five to seventy eight degrees for you know way too long. I mean, it's I'm I'm seeing cabbage die already. I'm seeing coontail die, and that's September stuff. That's not the end of July stuff. You know. So
0: it's, uh, it, you know, I, I'm not a biologist, but I certainly talked to him enough. Right. It does concern me.
4: Yeah. It's, Everything uh, I know, it concerns me. It's, that's a lot of oxygen that they're not going to get because of these plants dying already. You know, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's gonna, it's gonna be weird to see what actually does happen through this.
0: So are you a hundred percent bass guy or do you fish other species too?
4: I'm a huge crappie guy. Okay. I'm a huge crappie guy, but there's no crappie tournaments up <laughs> here. So, uh. <laughs> If if there was, I I not I'd probably still bass fish, but uh, I, I love crappie fishing. It's uh, that's that's what I grew up doing with my grandpa, and you know it's uh, I never had any family that bass fish, so I kind of self taught myself and took the bumps and bruises on the way up, and you know did it that way. But well, yeah, I think what's
0: nice about crappie is a they're an active fish, they're fun to catch too, and they're tasty.
4: They they are tasty. I. Uh, had a big winter of fish tacos, I know that
0: <laughs> <laughs> well you you do, you and Aaron win this tournament uh, I think you'll do it again
4: yeah if it uh, if it blends in with the schedule, well definitely do it again mm-hmm. I mean it's uh it's fun when you can go f- fun fish uh, uh, any lake you want in the three county area, it's tough to pass that up honestly. <laughs> You know, I, I I was talking to the walleye
0: champs about this. You know, what I like about it is, it is it can be father son, it can be laid back anglers, it can be serious tournament right. anglers. Whatever way you right. want to do it, you can do it
4: for as long as you want, as little as you want, wherever you want. Correct, correct. Yeah, you can't you can't beat that. You know, it's not like you got fifty boats at the ramp and you know the the old run and gun and it's uh, it's nice actually. Uh, Friday morning when we put in it. Six forty-five. We were the only ones at the access, and this is pretty well-known Bass Lake, down by Park Rapids. I'm like, huh? This could <laughs> be weird. <laughs> well, I and I
0: think that this rewards people who know what is
4: in right, lakes. Right, hundred yeah. percent. You know, it's uh, you know, this uh the lake we were on is it? It's it's the local guys knows that there's big bass in there. Mm-hmm. Other than that, the everyday, you know guy that stops into Delaney's or Northwoods or Ridgetop, you know, they probably don't know about the bass fishing in that lake, you know, but it's fun. How confident were you going into the weekend? Um, Honestly, I figured I could top 10. I know Joe and Sam really well, and uh, their, their lengths last year scared me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that had uh, 103 inches or a little over 103 inches, and, that's just massive fish, yeah. you know. And I know the lake that I uh, I was fishing; they're they're not long; they're thick and stout fish. But guys, gotta get lucky every once in a while.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, for us amateurs, if we're going to go out bass fishing this
4: weekend, what would you recommend? Uh that hopefully the weather cools down to about mm-hmm. sixty-five. <laughs> and uh, no, I would. Uh, I'd go. I'd go up shallow. I mean, after Saturday's bite, I. Uh, Throw frog up in the junk. It's, uh, you can't beat that bite. It's the funnest bite you can have. Yeah. It is. What's next on your agenda? I got Pakegama on Saturday and Leech Lake on, uh, Sunday.
0: Wow. (laughs) That's speaking of really unique lakes, Pakegama.
4: Oh, it's just unbelievable fishery. Yeah. Unbelievable. uh, Well,
0: everything's so big on them.
4: They're big and, uh, you know, you get, uh, like Father Gill, you know, who won the, the walleye, he's from up there. Mm-hmm. And he knows that lake probably better than anybody. And, uh, I mean, there, there's absolutely giant everythings in that lake. I mean, it's a, it's a tough lake to beat him on. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Josh
0: Leesberg, he and Aaron Bombersbach won Lucas Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament, second annual edition. They take home $3,000. Uh, first of all, congratulations. Secondly, good luck in your next tournament. Thank you, sir. And again, thanks to Lucas Village Foods and all of the sponsors who helped make this tournament happen this year, Help raise some great money for the United Way of the Bemidji area. Great kickoff to their campaign season. That's it for today. I'm Kev Jackson. Thank you for being here. Now we going fishing. <laughs>